0: Hey friend, welcome to Self-Transformed, a podcast dedicated to transforming your health in less time and guilt-free through the power of habit hacking. I'm your host, Emily Nichols, behavior change specialist, fitness and Whole30 coach, and Taco Tuesday enthusiast. (laughs) Hey, I know the struggle is real when it comes to taking care of you. I too am a working mom who felt physically and emotionally drained, but lacked the time and confidence to actually make myself a priority. Creating habit strategies around my health was the key to help me finally create a consistent healthy lifestyle that doesn't feel hard. I'm now on a mission to equip you with those same sustainable habit hacks to help transform your life from the inside out guilt-free. Together, we will simplify your health into daily habits that don't feel like another thing on your long to-do list, but rather consistent actions that add up to a massive transformation that will stick through all seasons of your life. So if you're ready to habit-hack your health and create your own self-transformation, then let's do this. you're listening to episode 152 of self-transformed hey friend welcome back to the show we are in the home stretch of may my kids are out of school this thursday this is their last day and if you're a teacher i just wanted to send you a great big hug and a thank you and an appreciation maybe a starbucks gift card i don't know (laughs) because i'm sure you're getting a lot of them this time of year by the way too um I know this time of year is really hard. I know my um, fourth grader, his teacher has been emailing every week like her weekly updates, and she's like, these kids are really like checked out need some help focusing back in. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm sure she's talking about my kid because he is so ready for summer and so is my 14-year-old son, Dylan. So I want to send you all a big hug. I hope you are going to be able to take a little bit more time for some healthy habits, for some self-care. I hope you have some time off and rest and fun scheduled into your summer schedule. Or maybe you're like me and you're running your kids around. It's a busy, busy and short summer if you do a balanced calendar like our kiddo school does. But I just want to send you all a big hug and tell you how much we appreciate all the educators out there. Okay, before we get into today's guest interview, which, by the way, I'm so excited for y'all to hear this. I'm so, so excited. I love being able to give you guys extra tools in your transformation tool box. This one's a big one. A couple of announcements. Today, Monday, May 23rd, is day one of the May round of Self-Transform You. You're like, what is Self-Transform You? If you're new here, that is my signature four-week program where we will help you create together a sustainable sustainable health plan that will actually stick. And we're going to do this in not a lot of time, and we're going to do this without guilt, and we're going to do this through proven habit strategies. You know all how I love to talk about my habit hacks, and I actually have a process I take you through in STU to help you create this plan that's actually going to work in your crazy, busy life. And it's a plan you can go through over and over and over again, to actually feel your best from the inside out, okay? So, a couple of details. Like I said, it's four weeks. It should only take you about 30 to 45 minutes each week to do the modules, organize the download for the week, and do your homework, because yes, we believe in taking action here at Self-Transformed. And super exciting, there's a bonus with your enrollment in STU. You get my Habits That Stick Starter Kit. It's my mini course that you do first, Thing before you dig deep into STU because it will give you a framework for the habit strategies you'll be using each week and implementing. And you get some early wins like right away, like right from the get-go that really helps boost your confidence and get that positivity snowball going. So just a quick overview again. Week one, we talk about, you go through the Habit Set tick Starter Kit. We talk about how to lose the guilt, lose the way we think about our time and lack thereof for that matter, and really dig deep into how you can change the way you view taking care of yourself and start taking action based off what you learn about yourself in the mini course to get started in that first week. The second week, you take all that you learned as far as habit strategy and put that into place with my food freedom plan. And we dig deep into even simple things like grocery shopping, (laughs) meal prep, and how to make this super simple. Week three, we talk about movement joyful movement, the joys of moving your body. I provide some workouts for you. You can do whatever you want though, friend. I just have them there so it provides a little convenience there for you. But we also talk about the benefits of doing hard things physically and how that can help you mentally, emotionally, sometimes even spiritually as well. And then lastly, week four, we put it all together and talk about what to do when you lose motivation or you're going into a new season of your life. The beauty of STU is every quarter I update it based off of client feedback from all the ladies that have gone through it. This program is a year old and I've already changed, I've already updated it a couple of times and as a member of STU, you get live Time access to those updates, and this is a process you can easily go through and implement over and over and over again when you maybe kind of feel like mm, my schedule is getting the best to me, I'm not taking the time to take care of myself. So, friend, if you want to reserve your spot, I have a couple spots left, I'll be taking um girls up until this Wednesday, the 25th. You can go to self you, it's just the letter U, dot com. Reserve your spot if you have any questions, girl let me know. Let me know. Send me a DM. You can email me. Everything is linked for you in the show notes, okay? Also, I know you've been hearing me talk about the new Habit Hacking Society, my new membership community. We have a webinar info meeting via Zoom this upcoming Wednesday, the 25th at 12 p.m. Eastern. You can go to bit.ly slash HHSFounder, Or go to the link in the show notes if you're driving or in the shower, doing dishes, folding laundry. Like, that's what I do when I listen to podcasts. I don't know about you. But if you want to be a founding member, you're going to lock in a super low rate, and you'll be grandfathered into that for all of time. I wasn't going to launch this membership until August, and I was like, you know, we're going to go into summer. This will be a really great opportunity to really dig deep into habit hacking your health into your crazy busy life. So I won't share too many details here because there's too many to share and I'm just finalizing a few things with it as well. But trust me and believe it's not going to take a lot of time. We're going to build community and we're going to have fun with this as well to help you keep that momentum going. There's going to be accountability, consistency, and how to give yourself grace and being able to show grace to other women as well, which I think it's going to be such a beautiful thing. I can't wait. I decided to offer this because I've had so many ladies go through STU and they're like, well, what's A lot of them become whole 30 clients or vice versa sometimes. And I want to be able to provide an opportunity in a very affordable way to continue working with me, to continue having that transformation in your life. Okay, so this is launching June 1st, this upcoming Wednesday, the 25th. We'll have that info. Meaning if you can't join us live, no worries. Sign up via the link in the show notes. You'll be able to get a recording of that webinar as well. Okay, let's talk about today's episode. Y'all, we are talking about Cycle sinking today. Oh, I have been dying to talk to you all about this subject matter, and I didn't know enough about it to really talk about it in an educated way that's going to make sense within your own healthy habits. And I have brought on Joelle from the Feminine Fitness Podcast because she is a cycle sinking expert. She's a certified nutritionist. She has been a health and fitness coach for 12 years. She's a wife. She's a Midwest mom like me and a mom of two boys. So I'm on her show this week as well talking about what else? Habits and self-care on her show and how to habit hack your health. But I can't wait to talk to you about this because we have a lot of guilt sometimes when we feel certain ways or we feel that burnout or overwhelm or resentment sometimes. You know, last week on Habit Hack Thursday, we talked about that invisible load of motherhood and it's physical, it's mental, it's emotional, it's heavy, right? But sometimes we aren't looking at our bodies the same way like as men do. Like, let's face it, we're totally different from men, right? The way we are wired and the way our bodies are and having our cycle every month, it affects our mood. It affects our energy levels, our productivity, our cravings, the thoughts you have about yourself. You know, I'm wondering if you've ever felt this way. You know you're getting ready to start your period and you've seen that meme where you're like, oh, you know, I'm feeling like a failure at life, you know, my kids can't stop, you know, yelling at each other, I just can't get it together, I'm a hot mess, and then the next day you get your period, and you're like, oh, <laughs> well, that explains everything. We're going to talk deep into that. We're going to talk about the four phases of your cycle and how to sync up your workouts, your nutrition, work projects, everything like that based on where you are at in your cycle. And Joelle breaks it down in such a simple way. Y'all, you're going to want to go grab a pen and paper, hit pause, go grab a pen and paper (laughs) and sit back and relax. Let's take some notes, grab a nice um, LaCroix, iced coffee, water, wine, margarita, whatever you want. I really want you to take this to heart. Like I said, put this in your transformation tool belt because this is really going to be something that you're going to want to take action on. And trust me, it's not going to be super hard because, you know, we're not all about <laughs> taking too much time in regards to taking action with their healthy habits. Okay. Got your pen and paper handy. All right. Enjoy this conversation with Joelle. Make sure to stick around to the end where I will share my three biggest takeaways on cycle sinking. Let's go. All right, gang. Welcome back to Self-Transformed. I'm super excited to dig into this conversation today with Joelle Cease of the Feminine Fitness Podcast. Joelle, thank you so much for coming on the show.
1: Thank you so much for having me here, Emily. I love the show so much. I've been binge listening. I'm so grateful to be introduced to your community Awesome. Same
0: here. Same here. I think there's going to be a lot of ladies listening today that are going to be furiously taking notes. So I'm super excited for that. So, well, Joelle, the first question I ask every guest is what comes to mind when you hear the phrase self-transformed?
1: I absolutely love self-transformed. And to me, it sounds like someone Who started to take control that's no longer living in a victim mentality of like they can't control or they can't change things because of where they're at but to me self-transformation is somebody who just likes when you see something that you want to shift or become you just do it you just figure it out or you're taking one step closer into becoming that new version of yourself Yeah.
0: I love that. You said taking control because so many times I feel like a lot of the ladies listening, they're like, I'm a hot mess. I'm all over the place. There's no way I can take control. But when you do, like you said, just a small step to take control, it's just like a snowball from there. You're like, what else can I do to improve myself? Yeah, yeah. Totally. Well, Joelle, what is your own transformation story? So thinking about, you know, way back when what's taken you down this path to who you are and really what you do today?
1: Yeah, I have been in the health and fitness industry for over a decade. Well, actually like always into sports and working out, like working out and fitness and sports was always a part of what I did just because it made me feel good. And in my 20s, I became a health and fitness coach. I worked in a gym. I had a small belt in the bodybuilding space and was always just told like, if you want a lean, toned body, you work out more and eat less. Then fast forward to having kids. And after I had my second son, I was working out. I was still like waking up to do my early workouts and eating healthy-ish, you know, not eating perfect, but really a healthy diet. And if I would have dialed it in even more, I would have gone into like deprivation and restriction type of eating. And so I was really just super frustrated because it wasn't like he was, what I say after having my second, it wasn't like he was three months old. He was one and a half. And I was starting to see the scale go backwards. I was starting to see weight gain and muscle loss, and I was really stressed out and having a hard time sleeping and just frustrated with my body. And I thought to myself, there has to be a better way because with two little kids, I realistically can't work out more. And I'm already cutting calories so much that if I eat less and less and less, that's gonna be so restrictive and depriving, right? So I thought I have have to find a way to start working with my body instead of against it. And in the same breath, I was realizing there were times where I was doing these tough, intense workouts and feeling like I was on top of the world and just loving life and so productive and had so much energy. And then on the flip side, I was experiencing deep bouts of not having the drive or the positivity that I regularly have. And then I started noticing like, hmm, this is very much in alignment with my cycle. This is very much in alignment with one, one week, I'm feeling a certain way, and then the other week I'm feeling down, kind of sluggish. I kind of want to even say depressed, having a lot of sugar cravings, and then other times having cravings for salads and wanting to eat really fresh and healthy foods. And that led me into the spiral of cycle syncing and learning how we as women operate in a different way based on our cycle. And once I started learning how to optimize my fitness and nutrition is where it started, but now it's transformed into all areas of my life. Wow. Wow.
0: I feel like I relate to that so much because working out for me, it's like one of the most joyful things that I do. And like the physical benefits are kind of second to like the emotional and mental benefits of it to me. But there's been times where I'm like, I am busting my butt. Why am I gaining weight? And (laughs) just like you were talking about, you know, depending on where you are in your cycle, it just makes me think of like, I know I'm getting ready to start my period. And last night I had to tell my 10 year old son during dinner, I was like, you were banned from talking the rest of dinner. <laughs> like I could feel like, like it just boiling over. And eventually I was like, I, I need to, you know, have you not like in my face right now, love you, but you need to go, go away. And I could tell, like, for me, I'm like, okay, I know why this is happening, but same, like, I'm like, what would I would turn to is either sweets or I would just feel like super down, like, oh my gosh, I'm a failure. I'm so sad. And then the next week I'm like, just on top of the world, like super energy and everything like that. And it all comes down to our cycle then, right?
1: Right, and that that type of spiral to me, now hearing that is like, girl, I get it. And that is in no way a reflection of in that moment, how you were as a mom. But in that time, I wasn't recognizing like, oh, I'm more irritable and snappy and impatient in some moments and not others. But I was like truly letting it, define and deplete and drag me down in all areas of my life because I'm like, oh my gosh, what good mom would like do this or that or the other thing. But then in the, you know, two weeks later, I would be so like high energy and planning the things and going out and about with my kids and my family and stuff and like a totally different person. Right. Totally.
0: And like you said, it can spiral one way or another, right? Totally. Mm -hmm. Totally.
1: Well, let's talk
0: about like the different phases of your cycle and then dig a little deeper into cycle syncing. I've heard this mentioned on, I've seen it on Instagram. I've seen other folks talk about it, but when I heard it, you explain it on your podcast, I was like, okay, I need as simple terms as possible. And you explained it so simple. So I was like, I have to have Joelle talk about this to other ladies. So can you talk about the different phases and we can kind of get into cycle
1: I'm so glad you say that because when I first started to jump into this, I was like, okay, first of all, a lot of this is super confusing. Somebody explain it to me in a simple way. Mm -hmm. And then another was, was like, okay, but is this really realistic for moms? Is this really realistic for a woman who is feeding three men? And Mm -hmm. so I really had to kind of develop my own way and my own methods of things to align with something that would actually work for us. Right. So with cycle syncing and for just kind of starting from the foundation is we as women have four phases very much like there are four seasons of weather and if you kind of think of each phase associated with a season of weather you can kind of remember oh this phase kind of feels like this season of the weather and I'm going to get into the explanation of that but first I really want to talk about how this is what makes us different than men because men have a 24-ish cycle of their hormonal fluctuation. So that's why men and in today's society, you know, waking up and doing the same exact morning routine, same exact workout routine, eating the same exact meals and all of that works so well for men. And then we as women are like, well, sometimes I do feel like doing those tough, intense workouts. And sometimes I do feel like tackling that to-do list. And then other days, like, I just can't even, it can't even, but we are not we're not in the victim mentality of our hormones. We're gonna start talking about how we can use this as seeing our strengths in each phase and optimizing. So starting with the phases, we'll start with menstrual phase because that's the one we're most familiar with as women. That is the time that we are menstruating. We have our periods and that is our internal winter. So think of that like winter. Then after winter comes spring, follicular phase. So after your menstrual phase has stopped, you are now in follicular phase and that lasts around seven to 10 days. So spring, our spring, our follicular phase being around seven to 10 days, ovulation is around three to five days and that is like our inner summer. Like you wanna get out and about, you wanna do the things, you are oftentimes more energetic and more social And after summer comes luteal phase. And luteal phase is like our inner autumn. And if you can think of these phases very much like the seasons, you can kind of correlate and align how you feel, how you would do things to optimize your everyday life by knowing, okay, this is what phase I'm in. And for me, I don't necessarily track, and this is a practice that I teach to my community members is, we think about it as what phase am I going to be in the majority of this week? So for you, who you said, you know, you're kind of expecting your menstrual phase to happen, or if it has happened on a Tuesday, like you're expecting it to come on a Tuesday, I just assume and treat myself and my body and kind of optimize all the things that I'm scheduling and planning for that whole week of being in menstrual phase. So I really kind of look at it where it's like one week is follicular phase one week is ovulation and then we're going into luteal and then we're going into menstrual so it kind of just makes it easier because you don't necessarily need to know I'm on day three of ovulation right? right if you're learning how to optimize with your cycle and with cycle syncing it's not like one cycle stops or you go into a new phase and it's like a harsh stop you know you think of it as a nice circular flow where you're rolling from one phase to the next. So as you are transitioning through the different phases, it's not like a harsh turn. You're not taking like a 90 degree turn. You're flowing and kind of circulating into that new phase, if that makes sense. Yeah,
0: totally. I love how, that's why I love how the way you explain it with the
1: seasons,
0: (laughs) the weather seasons, because it makes sense, you know, the weather, you know, like in the winter, it's kind of gray and, cold and you might have a little bit of the blues which is okay and like you said scheduling things based off of that is going to be in your best (laughs) best benefit of your health mental and physical because you might not feel like doing like for me I'd be like okay I'm jam-packed with podcast interviews this week oh I'm going into like a launch of my monthly program probably not a good time to go into it this week because I might just really burn out right (laughs)
1: Exactly. Exactly. And I do schedule everything, even business-wise around my cycle. But if I'm in a situation where I want to do a podcast interview or something in a phase that's not necessarily optimal, I just really give myself more grace. I give myself more grace and understanding of maybe if I have two podcast interviews and I'm in late luteal, that's usually when my energy is lowest. I'm kind of just putting those two things on my to-do list instead of tackling everything. And I'm really prioritizing more. And then in a phase like ovulation, I'm thinking about, okay, how can I optimize this phase? Maybe I'm taking more pictures or I'm recording more episodes to have on hand in case I do get to a certain... Part where I'm like, I have no energy. I don't even know what to talk about. Nobody even wants to listen to me because, in that late luteal phase, you start feeling like that inner criticism coming in your ear and you just have to be like, shh. shh. And it's funny because even when I listen to my own podcast episodes, I'm like, I know exactly what phase. I recorded that in like, I know for sure, because the sound of my voice, the way that I am articulating the, how the words are flowing, it's everything from our productivity, our energy, our mood, our emotion, our thoughts, our, um, our cravings, they all align with like where we're at in our cycle. And instead of constantly feeling like, Why do I feel this way? Why is it two weeks ago I was all about eating salads and doing my workouts and wasn't really even having cravings and now that kind of stuff just sounds absolutely appalling to me and with that understanding, you can use it to optimizing what is going to be best for Mm -hmm. you.
0: Well, just being aware of that. And like you mentioned, Joelle, giving yourself grace, because there's a lot of things that are out of our control. Like, okay, this is the only time I can, do, you know, my boss put this big work meeting on my calendar. I can't be like, well, I'm at the end of my luteal phase and I don't have a lot of energy this week. Can we reschedule it, please? You know, like,
1: no. Right, right. You still, and I mean, as moms, there's times where oh. I would love to be like, you guys, I'm in menstrual phase. I'm going to go by myself for who- two days but in reality you know like there's gonna be parties or birthday parties popping up but now just going in with a different understanding of like i understand that i'm not necessarily and this even boils down to planning birthday parties sometimes Mm -hmm. it's Mm -hmm. like there are times where you can tell, like I had the planning and the strategy and the energy and motivation to execute. And then there's other times where it's like, okay, we're gonna do hot dogs on the grill, throw up a generic Spider-Man happy birthday and we're calling it good. good like go. that's that what we're doing. And just really bringing that understanding that it we don't have to show up in the same way every single time and every single day, but living in this cyclical way will be a beautiful, well, well rounded way of living. Can I give an example of motherhood real quick? Mm -hmm, Absolutely. Okay. So in motherhood, how this works practically and you could think of it as weekends, I kind of think of it as my fun Fridays with the kids. I have the kids at home with me on Fridays and in follicular phase, which is very much like spring phase, I'm usually like taking them to the park. We're wanting to like get out, get the energy going. Maybe I'm planning something ovulation phase. This is the time we're being outward, but also being social. So this may be the Friday in ovulation phase where I'm planning playdates, or we're going to go to a park and I'm striking up conversation with other moms. In, In early luteal phase, I still got that ovulation energy. So that might still look very much the same, but in late luteal phase that fun friday is like us kind of just like being at home being content and happy with what we have because i don't really feel like going out and about the whole like prepping of the bags and the snacks and the things like even just thinking about that type of preparation to get out the door leaves me feeling like i'm already exhausted and we haven't even gotten out the door and then in menstrual phase maybe we're having like movie marathon day watching all four toy stories on the couch And thinking of that and how that is so well-rounded, well, where they will remember me as a mom being out and about and high energy and doing things and being in social settings, but then also having this really content energy of we're home, we're good, we're centered. And I mean, if popcorn in the living room and all the Toy Story extravaganza stuff like if that leads the memory for them it's just this beautiful well-rounded way of how we tap into our feminine nature absolutely
0: and they feel that energy too they feel that energy for sure
1: yeah yeah
0: yeah how would you i love that example of motherhood what kind of example would you give joelle for like working out during different phases
1: yeah yeah so when it comes to phases and thinking of it in in seasons, you can also think, think of it as in energy. So in Ah. follicular phase, spring phase, you're coming out of winter and you're starting to feel that energy on the rise. And so follicular and ovulation phase, you can really see how your energy is on the rise. You know, maybe you wanna try something new. You wanna get out and do those like tough classes, be around others, especially in follicular and ovulation, because estrogen and testosterone are the drivers of follicular and ovulation phase and so these are the hormones that make us feel motivated and energetic and wanting to be around people so when it comes to working out those high intensity or high energy workouts or working out with friends or those high intensity classes really do feel good and like you have that um outward energy to exude during those phases. And then early luteal phase, you know, especially for those of us who already have the habit of working out and we know that everything is always better on the other side of a workout. During early luteal phase, you know, really just playing into, cause in luteal phase you could feel really high energy one day and then the next day you're like, oh my gosh. But movement every day is a wonderful, wonderful thing. It's just learning how to um, embrace every style of training. So as you're going into late luteal phase and menstrual phase, progesterone and cortisol are the main hormones that are taking place in these phases. Progesterone is the hormone that brings that feeling of like contentment. And a lot of us kind of are uncomfortable with this hormone because we want to always be feeling high energy and high vibrancy but if you can understand that it's so good to be content and in the zone but then with cortisol the stress hormone being higher you may not be getting great sleep and high intensity workouts high energy workouts longer duration workouts on top of already high cortisol that's just gonna send more stress onto your body, which going back to kind of my story of origin, I was pushing and pushing and pushing. And so I my body was constantly in this state of stress, right? Yeah. And so with late luteal, really the week before your period, slowing down the energy intensi- and intensity <laughs> with whatever type of workouts that you like to do, and then in menstrual phase for me it's like day one of menstrual phase is really kind of when i give my body that grace that slowdown. but once my energy starts to rise again and i start feeling like okay i want to i want to get my sweat on again i'm a-okay with doing that in the later phases of menstrual but as you can see it goes back to this beautiful cyclical way of training because follicular ovulation and early luteal phase that's like three ish weeks of high intensity workouts or whatever type of workouts that you are liking to do. And then slowing down for late luteal and into menstrual phase, you can really see how this leads into a well-rounded way of fitness. So you're not overtraining, you're not burning yourself out, you're not sending your body into more stress. And so I've really found changing my focuses in my workouts have been key for this, because it's like follicular ovulation, early luteal. I'm going in kind of with intensity, but also listening to my body and intensity depends on what I'm feeling that day, maybe a heavyweight training session. It may be a spin class. It may be something else. Mm-hmm. But in early luteal, I'm like, slow down. And what's going to really re-energize myself, because when you're in ovulation and follicular phase, you're, you're thinking like, Oh, I've got this outward energy. I'm going to work out. I'm going to get this energy out because you have a lot of energy to play with, but in late luteal and menstrual, you really want to focus on what's going to give me energy. Right. And maybe that's stretching and mobility, maybe that's taking some nice walks outside in the sunshine. It really just depends on what you feel like doing that day. Yeah.
0: Like I love HIIT training so much. I mean, obviously I'm a coach at Orange Theory too, where that's like the main focus, but you know, I know I'm getting, I'm going into that menstrual period. So today, like I woke up and I was like, I'm going to rest, prioritize sleep. I decided not to work out today, but later in the week, I may just ride my Peloton and do like fun, like low impact rides or just 20 minutes here just to move my body and feel good versus like yeah, let's go. I want to push myself and do hard things. Cause that doesn't sound appealing to me this week, but I know here in the next week that it's going to build back up and I'll crave that again too, but
1: yeah, I mean, with your too. With your expertise in fitness too, you know, that um, flexible muscles lead to stronger muscles. Mm-hmm. So if you start really seeing it as, okay, my testosterone isn't even working in my favor during late luteal and menstrual phase that's working in your favor during follicular and ovulation Mm -hmm. so going at it especially strength wise and intensity wise during follicular and ovulation it makes sense and so then it makes sense to slow down maybe give your hips some restoration stretch out those hammies because Aren't we all super tight in our lower back and our connected. hamstrings all and then really seeing how it plays into this is going to make me better in my hit training go. classes, mm-hmm. right? Like, yes, these are not my favorite workouts. It's not my favorite to slow down and do. But I would also ask yourself, what why is my mindset not seeing this as a good workout? Why is my mindset saying this is better than something else? Is it because I've been told that high intensity interval training is the best for burning fat. I'm, I'm sorry, but you know what? Those studies are done on 85% males. Oh, wow. They don't take into account the feminine hormone cycle because it's a variable that they can't control okay. and no shade to the fitness industry. But when you're putting high intensity interval training, which is oxidative stress onto already elevated cortisol, you're telling your body to hold on to excess fat, you're holding on to fat. Totally. Yeah,
0: it's stressing out. And it's like, you've got to hold on for as much as we can, because you're in survival mode at that time. You're
1: exactly, in survival mode. Exactly.
0: You know, I have a lot of friends who will be like, well, I feel bad for not like working out, or I feel bad for, you know, snapping at my kids or something like that. I feel like, you know, I'm very much aware now of my menstrual cycle and a little bit more familiar with you know, syncing my workouts and my activities just from listening to your podcast to tell you the truth, but also just being aware of that myself for the ladies listening today. Cause like, as we mentioned before, they may be listening and be like, this is great. How the heck do I even figure this out or track it? Because it seems very overwhelming to even think about like tracking one more thing or doing something on a to-do list. I personally use just like an app to track when my period is coming and tracking like if the days are getting shorter in between or whatnot. But a lot of times, like if I'm feeling like a certain way, I'll just open that app and be like, oh yeah, it's time for me to start my period next week. That's why I'm like, you know all in my feelings right now
1: oh yeah what yeah. kind of habits
0: I, I, w- or tools would you suggest to a woman listening to help her be more aware so she can optimize her health and just feel better and lose that guilt whether it be mom guilt or guilt around movement or guilt around work what, what kind of tools or habits would you suggest
1: the my flow app m-y-f-l-o so there's no w and i think it's like a dollar ninety nine That one to me is the best for cycle syncing because it does give tips like fitness, nutrition, and productivity Mm -hmm. wise for cycle syncing. But also we can present these like, oh, you're in this phase, so you're really kind of feeling this way. But it really comes into self-reflection, which is one of the main things that I teach right out the gate in my um, community that launched this may so we're we are just starting this this may where we're really looking at okay what phase were you in last week let's think about your mood your energy your workouts like how did you show up what do you what do you remember about your overall feeling of this week and then we take a look at okay what what phase are you going to be in the following week let's do and focus on a lot of things that are going to be supportive for this phase because I and I know you're the same with um, habit stacking I want women to focus on what they get to do what's going to honor them and instead of oh don't do this or cut this out or. For you know you should stop doing this, because as soon as we start thinking that way we're like well I really want that like. Then we really want that. And so, yes, the apps are really great for like initial understanding, Mm -hmm. but it's really going into self-reflection because without that self-reflection piece, I would have always been in this perpetual cycle of feeling down in my marriage, down in my motherhood, down in myself and in other things, if I didn't realize how much... My cycle impacted my mood, my energy, my emotion, my productivity, my thoughts, my habits, my energy, like every area of my life. So that I i mean, I'm still the same with using an app where I look at, OK, what phase am I going to be in the majority of my week? But I do have to add in and it doesn't take long. Like sometimes my ladies do this for five to ten minutes and they still get a very detailed reflection. And some are just like, I had to do it really quick. So this is what two minutes of doing a self-reflection was. So then they can start optimizing because a lot of ladies will find, you know, during certain phases, you know, not expecting themselves to do five workouts that week or planning more snack type meals during luteal phase, because we actually do need more calories during that phase. Our body is more, our blood sugar is more sensitive during that phase. And so a lot of times with follicular and ovulation, you may totally be on track or on plan with eating that's in alignment with your goals. Like those fresh fruits and veggies sound good. And there's a reason for that. There's a reason why fresh fruits and veggies sound good in follicular and ovulation, but then also um, why during other phases, you're like, oh, so it's that self-reflection that brings the awareness which can lead to you establishing establishing like habits that have continually set the self sabotage scale because I mean with ten years in the fitness industry, I've had clients repeatedly come back to me over I'm ready to start the start the thing and eat the things and then two and a half weeks later I'm like, girl, where are you?" and she's like, oh my energy is down I'm not feeling so good." you know, I'm I'm struggling with cravings. And I'm like, I know why I know why and this is what you can do to prepare for those things.
0: Would you recommend someone journaling that just kind of like taking a reflection like, okay, I'm feeling, you know, very down this week. I'm not craving, you know, the colorful foods I normally like to eat. Oh, I okay, can take a look in an app. Okay, I'm heading into my menstrual cycle. And that's why and giving yourself some grace from there.
1: Yeah, the podcast episode that is, so if you go to my podcast, it should be the most recent uploaded one from when this is uploading is how to do that weekly self-reflection and weekly intentional planning that is in alignment with your cycle. I love that so much.
0: And that sounds so less overwhelming than when you first hear about cycle syncing and what phase am I in? Like, I remember a while back, I was trying to look into um, seed cycling like with my period, and I like printed something off of Pinterest and I put it like in my kitchen and my bathroom and I like found it like in a random cabinet. Cause I was like, I can't keep up with this. I don't know what phase I'm in. This is ridiculous. And I was just like, but I love how you put it. Like I said, in really simple terms and really help us understand. And once you figure out and kind of have more of an intuition with your body and what you're going through as a woman, because like you said, we are
1: totally
0: different from men you'll be able to optimize your health a little bit more and just continue on having this amazing transformation for yourself. For sure. Yeah. Love it. Well, Joelle, where can everyone connect with you and find more of your resources?
1: the feminine fitness podcast come on over there if you're a podcast peep just hop on over there and then i will also leave a link for a free cycle syncing web class which actually is there is a free cycle syncing cheat sheet pdf in that free web class that's literally like if you know what phase you're in it's a block of everything from like workout to self-care seed cycling is like simplified in there too okay. <laughs> all it's like things to add in if you're into your shakes if you drink a shake a day or a smoothie a day or whatever um and those foods are in particular with your cycle like if you're kind of one of those ladies that's like i don't necessarily need to know the why i want to know the what that cycle syncing cheat sheet is so good so i'll leave that link in um i'll give that to you so you can link it for them Super
0: awesome, thank you so much, Joelle. I think everyone's gonna like rewind and listen to this again and take some notes for sure.
1: Awesome, thank you so much for having me. That
0: did you just take all of the notes. Oh my gosh. I loved listening back to this conversation as well. I know it's going to serve you and other listeners today. I really hope you take to heart what Joelle has shared with us today and it feels um, easy to implement in your life. So let's get into my three biggest takeaways about cycle syncing with our friend Joelle from the Feminine Fitness Podcast. So the cycle breakdown. I love how she mentioned the four phases are like the four seasons of weather that I that's a really easy visual for me to see and to understand. So the menstrual phase that's like your winter. Maybe you have the blues, you're feeling just kind of like blah, follicular is spring, you know, things are wakening back up. You're 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 feeling light and airy, ovulation is summer, luteal is fall, you know, and I love how she mentioned, you know. Kind of understanding where you are in your cycle, not being like, I am day four of my luteal phase, but having a rough estimate, knowing that there's not a harsh like start and stop from each phase, I think it's really important. When I've dug deep into this, I felt really confused and overwhelmed. I'm like, I don't need one other thing in my head. But just being super aware and intentional with this will help you with what I'd like to say is tip number two or biggest takeaway number two is being aware. So being aware of where you are at in your cycle is going to allow you to give yourself grace. If you're having certain feelings, you can be like, okay, I kind of understand where I am at in my cycle. And this explains why I feel this way. And then you're able to optimize your health like Joelle had mentioned to us, okay? So one of the biggest things I want you to take away from this, especially in regards to working out, we talked about this quite quite intensively, Joelle and I did, because with being an Orange Theory coach and coaching high intensity interval training, the week you are going into like late luteal, into your menstrual, you know, you might be high energy one day and the next day you're not, adapt your workouts accordingly. And it's kind of science-based, so your cortisol levels are higher, which is your stress hormone. And when you do high-intensity interval training, that raises your stress level and that makes your cortisol hang on to dear life for everything you got. It's fight or flight like we talked about. And maybe that could be a, a, a reason why you're like, why aren't I losing body fat? I'm working my butt off doing so hard. But I'm wondering if maybe you've ever done a workout you know, during that time of your cycle thinking back and you're like, man, I just felt so lethargic. I just couldn't get into it or I just didn't even want to do it. And I know I've been giving myself a lot more grace And taking it easy about one week of the month when I know my menstrual cycle is getting ready to start. I'm in that late luteal phase and just do some nice easy rides or just walk outside or just like rest for a few days. And I feel so much better for it than versus doing a crappy workout just because I think I have to work out. You don't have to work out every day. And having this in mind is going to serve you better long term For Sure. So optimize that. I love how Joelle mentioned of what re-energizes you. We talked about maybe it's just a walk outside, doing strength training during follicular and ovulation when it's time to like lift heavy and you're feeling motivated and that cortisol level is down low. Being aware of your food cravings, and where you're, at. I know I want all this sugar, I want all the chocolate, and you sometimes even want some margaritas going into my menstrual cycle. And just being super aware of that will allow you to give yourself some grace, and so you don't spiral into. Those feelings, those cravings, that lack of productivity, letting it spill over into your other phases, or having a hard time getting yourself out of that funk. If you're more aware of it, it's like, oh, oh, okay. Well, this is just the way I feel. Here's what I need now. I'm moving on that next week. Okay. And my last biggest takeaway, of course, a habit hack for you. I can't leave you without a habit hack. I personally use an app. Just to help me know when my period is getting ready to start, and um, my youngest son is ten, and I don't know about you, but my cycle was just woo, woo woo woo, just all over the place. It used to be like so like predictable and like barely there, and now it's just like so crazy. But I wanted to track how many. Days in between my period, being aware of when it was coming, especially if like we were going on vacation or whatever. I use one just called um, the Hormone Horoscope. There's like so many free like cycle apps. Um, Joelle mentioned a really great one on our interview as well today. But use an app first to become more aware, like, okay, here's where I am. You can even just look on the app and be like, oh, okay, I'm a couple weeks away from my period. Here's why I feel this way or why I'm not feeling this way. And then I love how she mentioned, you know, self-reflection, journal, and just being more, becoming more aware. So maybe taking time each week. If you're doing a gratitude journal like we like to do in our daily five tips that we do in STU, we always start the day and end the day with gratitude, maybe use that as a time, too, to kind of reflect, hmm, okay, this is the way I felt today. I'm aware that I am going into the late part of my luteal phase, into my period, and I'm going to give myself grace and take on less work projects. I'm going to not launch something right now. I'm going to be nicer to myself. I'm going to move my body. I'm going to you know, give myself grace when I'm not patient with my kids, right? Reflecting on that, it's going to allow you Over time, that compound effect that we talk about so much, keep on giving yourself grace and optimizing your health based off of cycle syncing. So syncing up all the things with where you are at in your cycle without this feeling hard or like another thing on your to-do list, but something you're just aware of that you're able to give yourself grace over time because of it. So if you want to connect with Joelle, girl, thank you so much for coming on the show. I love this conversation with you. I'll make sure to link everything for you all in the show notes. Just a reminder to join us in Self-Transform You starting this week. You can sign up at selftransformyou.com. And y'all, I'm so excited for the Habit Hacking Society. Join us for my free Zoom this Wednesday at 12 p.m. Eastern or the recording. You can sign up via the link in the show notes if you want to learn more and get in on that grandfathered rate for all time. And there's going to be some extra special bonuses as well for our founding members. I'm so excited. I'm just kind of jumping in feet 1st and like, okay. We'll just figure it out as we go. I'm always, always, always asking my clients, any of you who are clients know, I'm always like, what do you think of this? What do you think if I did this? What do you think of that? Because I want to be able to provide you resources, programs, all the things that you're going to actually use and make sure that I'm not giving you too much though, right? I don't want to give you too much where then you're like, girl, I'm overwhelmed. I don't want to do any of it because I've been there, too. All right, gang, so many great things happening with this month's launch of STU and the new Habit Hacking Society. I'm so grateful you're here. Stick around for this Thursday's Habit Hack Thursday. I can't wait to talk to you then. I will catch up with you then. See you, girl. Hey, girl, real quick before you go, if you want some free motivation texted to you every week from me to help you habit hack your health, Send me your favorite emoji to 773-904-2157 and sign up for my weekly pump up text. I can't wait to catch up with you there. Hey, and if you love the podcast, the number one way you can thank me is to leave a rating and review in iTunes. That way more mamas can also find the show. Then you can even email me a screenshot of your review and I'll send you either a Starbucks gift card or give you a free habit hacking call with me live on the podcast. Love and appreciate you, friend. I'll see you next time.